Today is December 15th, and the Yankees need a left fielder. We think, we hope, we're going to talk about all the options, internal, free agent, trade. That's the show. Be prepared. Let's talk some Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boyd. John Boyd, Jake. Recaps galore. Some singles for next year. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Get your Yankees new. I play, I play the time for talking yanks. Talking yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got BBD producing in the corner, and we're talking about left field options. This was. Uh, some fun stuff we did last year during the lockout episodes of just like, hey, when the lockout's over, this is the full slate of options at these positions the Yankees need to get. It was informative. We learned on the way, and you guys learned as we talked. So we're doing it again this year for left field. Jake, are you excited about this? James Davis, I can be honest with you guys. At first, I was not. Oh, um, shit. Because I've been saying a lot this offseason that the – I what I want in my Yankees left fielder is solid defense, lefty, and a good at bat. Uh, and the guy that checked that checked that box the biggest is Andrew Benteni, who's still a free agent, and we'll see if he comes back. But after that, in my head, there really weren't a lot of options. As I scroll through some of these deep cuts of options, there's more I like than I thought. Um, I, I'm not sure which roadmap I prefer, but usually when we do these, we talk it out, and I find where I land. So I'm I'm more excited than I thought because there's a couple high-risk, high-reward plays that I'm kind of interested in. There's a couple long-term plays that we'll see if the Yankees take that route. But I'm, uh, I am more excited than I thought, Jim. Are you excited? I am. I had the same thing, and I, I'm... You there's, had the same thing? There's some names on here. I saw a name, and I was like, they're getting him locked up. And then I looked a little deeper, and I don't think they are anymore. Is there a chance? I guess we, we the first topic here on our, uh, our research list is internal candidates, right? So we'll mm. go over that shortly, but is there a chance they just stay inside what they already got, warm and mm. fuzzy like me in my Muggsy jeans right now. Oh! I'm wearing the winter Muggsy jeans, which... Who's the most flexible fit in the Yankees outfield position? Brought Oswaldo to you by Cabrera. Muggsy? He is the Muggsy jeans. He is the, the Muggsy jeans player. You can get 10% off with code JOHNBOY at Muggsy. It's uh, it's all I wear. I love Muggsy yeah. jeans. And I, and I'm they, wearing Muggsy. And I run hot, and I am wearing their, like, Wintel, 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 he said during the ad read. Oh, piece of crap. Wintel. What does that even mean? Comment below. What was I combining winter with? Winter. Little, whatever. Fleece, lined, they're warm. I run hot. I usually don't like these. I've been so cold lately. Dude, I think we're getting older. Is that it? Yeah, because I, dude, I had hot coffee a couple times this week. Oh, that's wild. And I was wearing the comfy Muggsy warm jeans before, too. Yeah, I'm wearing the warm jeans. I am kind of hot right now. Like, I do wish I maybe didn't wear them at this point. But on the commute, I needed them. So go to Muggsy. Get yourself some warm jeans if you're old and and dumb like us and 10% off. Internal options. Oswaldo Cabrera is on here. Listen, I don't think Oswaldo Cabrera is going to be the everyday starting left fielder for the Yankees. Right. It would be a waste of his abilities, in my opinion. Hmm. 
Interesting. You know, kind of like they wasted IKF's abilities last year. You have a guy that can play multiple positions. Don't lock him down for one. If there's injuries and all of a sudden now he's locked down for one, that's great because that's his flexibility. But if he's your starting left fielder and then there's an injury in the infield, well, now you still need a left fielder because he's going to pivot to the infield. So I don't think that's going to happen as our everyday starting left fielder. Not or, a knock on Oswaldo, just a, not the best use of his versatility. A guy who wore his necklace for a month, I mean, there's a chance he's not a major league hitter. <laughs> like, we, we saw him have one nice hot stretch. He's very young, and, dude, he's got all the signs, and we've got a fun interview. I think we teased with you guys coming up. Did we you say You and I the teased it on Wake and Jake. Check that out, too. We'll, but, uh, we'll see. Yeah. There's, a, there's a fun Yankee interview coming up probably around the holidays where they hyped up Oswaldo. But it's hard not to. He's 23, plays with swag, switch hitter, can play everywhere. I like the way you phrase it, Jim. Uh, you know, if Oswaldo Cabrera ends up being uh, the left fielder at the end of the season and he's nasty, I like that because he can play defense. He can be a left-handed bat. Like, he checks the boxes I want in my left fielder if he pans out. Um, but, like you're saying, his versatility um, can may need, be needed at other places. Or he could have, you know, he's not a lock to be a standout baseball player next year. So, you'd really love Oswaldo Cabrera to be your second, a, a backup option at left field next year. Because, like we saw, even with Andrew Benintendi, the guy uh, that I mentioned still feels like a fit in a way. Um, you know, Oswaldo Cabrera kind of had to be the left fielder. Well, and the shortstop too, which is a whole nother problem. But yeah, you'd, you'd like him to be an option in left field, but not your starting left fielder. Yes, agreed. But that's actually, and we'll get to the options later. It's what made me more excited about a lot of the other options because some of the veteran guys we're going to talk about, if you have Oswaldo in the chamber, it makes me feel about giving one of those guys a shot, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of... Um, don't get me started in the infield. I don't like it. What's going on there? Not going to um, get him started. Aaron Hicks is around. Yeah. He played 55 games in left field. He actually, you know, started playing and after getting booed for the botchness, like had some good at-bats and, and some good hits. He had a first good first two months without any power. He's injured. What's going on with his injury update? Do we know? Is he going to be ready for the start of the season? Um... I don't know. I believe he's going to be ready just because it's been so not a conversation. I think they said six weeks at the time he got injured during the playoffs. I, um, that number is coming to my brain now. Shout out, not to be a weird flex, did miss a FaceTime from Joe Hicks last night. Wow. He was with a friend of mine at, at a bar, so that's kind of funny. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, I've talked myself in circles around Hicks. Too many times at this point. He's on the books for 10 or 11, 10, and 10 with a $1 million buyout. So let's call it 11, 10, and 11. Ages 33 through 35. The Yankees spread out that, I've said it a ton of times, the Yankees spread out that contract for a reason. Um, I don't know what they'll do. It feels like we landed in a spot where it was time to move on, whether that's eating half of it and someone takes a chance on Aaron Hicks being their $5 million in outfield a season. Um, if you're the Yankees, letting it ride just feels just feels off. 
You know? No, this is a guy you traded for to replace last year. I think you can go into the season with him as your fourth outfielder if he's healthy as a switch hitting. They like pinch hitting him uh, when they need a walk. Yeah. Uh, option. Um, you know, I think you can go into the season. I don't I, I don't know. It, he, he, I don't think you can pencil him in as a starting left fielder only option because then you're going to be looking at the deadline again like you were last year and all that stuff. And he has, our note says, his 10 and 5 rights kick in this year. I think sometime during next season. I think they they have to trade him. Certainly by the deadline might be a little earlier than that. Before they literally can't. If you're you're unfamiliar, 10 and 5 rights are if if you're an MLB player and you have 10 years service time and you've been on one team for five years... You have no trade clause, basically. You can veto any trade that they uh, try to make for you. So, yeah, the Yankees probably have that. He, he's right now at 9.041 uh, years of MLB service time. He's been with the Yankees for more than five years. So that's probably something that they're going to try to trade him. They're going to have to do it before he can say no. And it just seems like the... The time has kind of come. They spread out that contract last year in center field. He didn't look like too much of a center fielder anymore, so you might be talking about corner outfielder Aaron Hicks, where in left field he actually looked okay outside of a couple bad moments. I wonder, in my head, and I I don't run the Yankees anymore, if you ate half of Hicks's contract and you tacked on one of the mid-level Yankees prospects, like, say, an Everson Pereira, a guy that we've heard... Um, you know, he's one of the names that you hear that, you know, guys kind of like him. If you're a team, you know, a, a Twins or a Diamondbacks, a team that's always kind of trying to retool, and you get to take a chance on like a $5 million Aaron Hicks either tapping in while getting a prospect who might be able to pan out, that feels like it makes sense in my head, but we haven't really seen the Yankees do that. We've seen the Yankees on the other end of teams eating contracts and them playing players, so I really can't believe in that. So I don't know. I also do not know. He what's he got? Thirty point three left over three years, ten year, ten a year. I mean, it's what, what you're seeing out there. That's not a ton of no. crazy money. Not sure how the Hicks thing plays out, but I don't think he's stopping them from making a move to grab a left fielder. No. So either way. So we continue on to free agents. We go. I think it's it's just worth noting Estevan Florial, a guy who's been mentioned in Yankee culture for years. He's out of options this year, so it's either on the Yankees or out of town. Seems like a spring training trade to me. If he plays well in spring training, he's out of options. They they move him for a reliever. Yeah, or, or even Philip something deal. else. Um, get deal back. And then yeah, uh, Elijah Dunham, our guy. I think he's good now, right? And I think I saw him in a move again recently. I'll look into it. Elijah Dunham. Elijah Dunham could be in route. Shout out Frank. Deal had a tough year last year. Um, Frank Luna? Frank Luna. That's our Elijah Dunham yeah. plug. So, yeah, I mean, we know what you want, and and we're there for you. People would love to hear us say Jason Dominguez, but he won't be on the Yankees' rot, uh, radar next year. So I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. So that goes to free agents. And there's one guy that Jake named already uh, that they traded for, Andrew Benintendi. Does he want to be in the East Coast atmosphere again? Did he like playing in the Midwest and maybe, you know, Cardinals or Royals or 
one of those teams are grabbing him. What's his market look like? Uh, the Yankees, I think, would love to have him back because he's a lefty contact guy and plays good left field defense. Yeah. So I think the Yankees are interested. It's just kind of, is he interested? And what's the market and what's the price point? And what's the years? And and I, I have no idea. What are, what are they projecting him to be? And then we'll just add more money and years to that. Yeah, man. I, I mean... Ben Intendi from the start, I, I think there was an early episode of Talking Yanks or Talking Baseball where you saw the light bulb go off a little bit. That after this elite tier of free agents, the the judges, the Trey Turners, Bogarts, Nimmo, Swanson, Correa, um, after that, it's kind of Ben Intendi <laughs> in his own little lane of like. Kind of an all-star productive player if he, if he's on his game, which he was last year. He had a great year. Um, you know, the other guys after that are like a Brandon Drury who had a nice year last year, but it's, you know, it's a career year, and what do you do with that? Um, Jerkson Profar, who I, I, has some versatility, and we'll talk about him in left field a little bit. Those but, two guys should be more interesting than you think. Okay. Cashman loves Jerkson Profar and Brandon Drury, unless he stopped loving them. Right. He has had crushes on them for the better half of a decade. But I don't think Drury's a left field option. No, he's played not like, every day. Not every day. I, I think I, I think Profar, Profar is, but he's not great and it's a big left field. But still, I, I think Ben Intendi is I'm just, just saying Cashman's loved those guys before. I'm not ruining Profar we'll at get all. To them. I, I think Ben Intendi, though, uh, they projected him coming into this four for 56. Um, so that means he gets five for 75. Which, yeah, five for 80, something like that. Which, hey, with the numbers that are getting thrown around, not too bad. But there's a lot of teams. Almost every contending team. We heard Houston. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dodgers sneak in. Like, they need an outfielder. Uh, there's an Andrew Benintendi market out there. And, man, the one thing that's thrown me off, and we've heard it a couple times, and it kind of made sense from his expressions Benintendi's played in the pressure cooker. He played in Boston, uh, you know, during World Series run. He came to the Bronx. I feel like Benintendi, he's kind of an Ohio guy that played college ball in Arkansas. I don't know if he's about the big city life, really, and that's okay. Like, I don't think that should be shots fired at Andrew Benintendi. I just, coming into the offseason, I was like, damn, he is the Yankees option. And now that I see some of these other options with some of the Yankees' backup plans and who Benny is, that's kind of fallen out for me. You don't think he's coming back? I don't think so. I kind of feel the same way. I think especially if they get Rodon. But I'd like if they like, got him. It feels hard to see a, that contract matching. Yeah, if they get Rodon. If they brought him back, I would be happy. Because they need a leadoff hitter. I, I and, and then all the other skill sets match nicely. Yeah. All right, so who do you like? Who's your next free agent that you're interested in? Well, I'm Roman ready to talk about these guys, Jim. Okay. Um, Roman, if you haven't heard, when you haven't been listening and talking Yanks, because they've been with us for a while now, and they're the leader in men's health. I think it says that on here, but I, I think I also say that. Uh, if you want a better sex life, Jim, you're not alone. There's a lot, a lot of men and women out there that are looking for that. In Roman can help you do that. You got the quickest shot in the West, people calling you sheriff. Are they? You can get their Roman swipes, discreet wipes that help you last four times longer in bed. Boogity, boogity, boogity. If you're having some testosterone 
If you feel like you might have low T as you get older, Roman can help increase your libido. Oh, my God. With their T support. And at Roman, there's no waiting rooms, no hassle, just straightforward digital experience from the comfort of your home. So what you need to do, go to ro.co slash yanks. That's ro.co slash yanks. And you will get 20% off your entire first order. Go check them out if you think that's something you're looking for. Um, so, James, does this bring us now to the Profar, Conforto, Brantley, Peraltas, Pollux, all of that? Yeah. Is that a lot of P names? Do you have any interest? We 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 basically did Drury and Profar already. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Profar. Pro talk about there, a little more. There's a versatility yes. aspect to it that that the Yankees could like that too. Um, and I think he plays they have a, that. He plays a really nice left field. That's I'm I'm with you on the same boat. Like we kind of we're good. Like we don't need any more versatility in that. <laughs> I don't think he grades out great in, as a left fielder. The numbers he's don't played. like him. The eye test does. Oh, okay. He he. Uh, he's also only played left field the last two years. He uh, or, or at least this year and the, last, the year before. Okay. I obviously don't watch a ton of Padres games, but the highlight reel has told me he plays. But maybe he doesn't play a routine left field. I don't know. Um, we know about defensive metrics, and sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. Um, the Padres fans love him. And he ended up hitting leadoff for them a lot last year. So if that's a guy that you have at the bottom of your order, you're okay with it. He was a number one pick that wasn't panning out. And th- and that was, I mean, for a while, that was Cashman's love. Yeah. That's why he went and got Hicks. That's why he went and got a lot of guys that he went and got. And when he was with the Rangers, I mean, Cashman tried to, it was yeah. always like Cashman trying to get him. And it was same with Drury. And then he eventually got Drury. I'm with you, though, because I think what's funny as Yankee fans, versatility is almost a little scary because that almost lets the Yankees think a little too much. Then it's, wait, should we move pro far here? How could we get this guy off our feet? Now you're doing too much with the lineup. I guess Where, like, if any Padres fans listening, I'd, if you think you can play a big Yankee left field, then I'm back in that this might be a guy you find on a pillow deal of sorts if, it, if he lasts through free, free agency. Okay. Um. I'm not super in on Profar. A lot of the hard hit exit velocity, that kind of stuff, he doesn't grade out well that way. He's a ball player, and he got called up young. You mentioned all the uh, the top prospect stuff. It seems like he's matured into a really solid ball player. Switch hitter. And, yeah, left lefty. You know, I think if we did the Yankee Stadium home run chart, I bet he would snag a couple more homers. I'm out on Michael Brantley. Uh, he's not going to be able to play left field. Yeah. At Yankee Stadium at this part of his career. He turns 36. He's got an injury history. Like, it's as much as I love his bat and, like, chef's kiss. Remember when I gave that big chef's kiss yeah, the other loud. day? Like a, like a uh, Michael Brantley's bat, I would love, and his personality and who he would be in the clubhouse. But he's just, he's not going to be an everyday left fielder. And yeah. with him and Stanton, you just can't do that. The two guys that I think I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on, are David Peralta. Well, obviously, you're drinking that Kool-Aid. Because of my snakes. Um, and Michael Conforto. How, how are you possibly drinking his? He could be limbless right now. So, A, I would want to check in on that. Because if he's limbless, I'm out. I mean, every single team last year said nah. Right, for last year. Um, and he got some contract offers around the trade deadline, right? That he in turned a, down. In August, the... It like has come out recently. Boris like said Asher's had an offer for him. Decided to just wait out and do a normal off season. But why? 
that doesn't make sense either. Nothing's made sense about why sure. the hell would he say that? No. Uh, a team that might win the World Series? No. Hadn't he, had a spring training or anything. I, I don't know. Some liability jumping into the middle of the season might shoot your value down more. I don't know. It's a big guys are getting paid this year. Out of MLB. The whole thing's been weird. Yeah. I, I won't deny that. I mean, there is some. I'm pro- out on that because it feels like it feels like you have no idea what you're buying. Right. I don't know if you could spend enough time with enough eyes, doctors, to like feel confident you're getting what you're paying for. Well, here's what I'll say. Uh, his career, 255, 356, 824 numbers. If he's anything around that for a one-year contract. Because the other thing we're getting into here, outside of Benintendi, there's, I'm not seeing a three-year solution. Like, even Profar, that, that doesn't do too much for me over multiple no. years. No, I saw Profar as, like, years. a two-year deal with an option after, the, like, Rizzo. Like, he's falling and sliding in this weird free agency, and, and, and the Yankees are like, all right, we'll give you this. Like, not a big long-term deal. Benny might, is the only one. Yeah, Benny's probably going to be four or five. I think Profar is going to be two or three. Um, Conforto, it's one year. We're looking for solutions, and he's a high-end potential solution. If it hits... Awesome, man. You're getting a borderline all-star level level player. He's played in New York City before. You don't have to worry about that. There's tons of questions. Is the shoulder healthy? He hasn't played baseball. Um, you know, he didn't play in, in 22. So, there's a lot of questions there. But basically, this guy turned down $100 million from the Mets, and then everything went wrong after that point. But you could be potentially getting a $100 million guy for one year, and, again, that's where his Waldo Cabrera as the backup option can allow you to do something like this. And same with David Peralta. For me, David Peralta's had a really nice career. The thing that just stinks, he's 36, which is like, that's old to play left field at Yankee Stadium day in, day out. Now, they can, they can rotate days. And, by the way, he was having a really solid year with my snakes before he went over to Tampa. New league, playing on the turf, Rays going Rays. I don't know what happened there. But, again, uh... If he's the ball player that he's been his whole career, you got a nice little left fielder, but he's 36, and this isn't a young team as is. So uh, those are my higher-risk plays, but I would talk myself into them. Peralta, yeah, I don't think he offers you what you want besides being a lefty, which is nice. Former Gold Glove winner, former Silver Slugger, but 36. The Yankees need a leadoff hitter and, and you know, a, a, a bat-to-ball approach. You need more of those guys. Um, you know, he struck out 100 times last year. The average isn't great. Maybe that what, the, what they need is only Ben Benintendi, and they're not going to get him. That's what know. I'm saying. I, I, I know you've, but, you've, yeah. you've been on that. I, I don't think there's... I think the Yankees are going to have to figure out leadoff on the fly, whether it's Judge or DJ is healthy or whatever it is. I, I don't think that free agent is currently out there. Yeah. I mean, I, Pollock's an interesting one because he hits for average. He had a really bad year in Chicago. Seems like he didn't like being there that much. I don't know what was going on, battling an injury or not. He's also 35. Don't know what he's going to get. He's declined the option of 16 mil or whatever it was. Um, you know, a career 276 hitter. He, he is a righty, and he has crazy splits. 
Crazy splits. He's a lefty mauler. Last year against righties, a 593 OPS. So that's last year, you. I mean, last year all the stats aren't aren't good. They're all right. below average. But he, you could do the same with Peralta. I mean, he's a career 281 hitter. Um, so, but these guys are 35 and 36. That yeah. you know, look what just happened with Donaldson last year. You know, I that's it gets scary with the older players. And by the way, like AJ Pollock, he's a Connecticut kid. Like you're he. He jumped on with us after the Dodgers won the World Series on Talking Baseball. Like uh, that'll always be with me. Um, that I'm, I would be such a super fan of that dude. But you're you're running a risky game there. Yeah, I mean, I'm not in love with any of that. There's the, the trade options are a little more interesting. And if they go get Rodon, they're probably looking for trade options to get a left fielder. But you got to think, who are they going to have to part ways with? Right. Because is it worth? You got some good pieces, and they didn't part ways with some of their chips. So that's what Cashman said at the press conference. Like people were asking for him, but we know that if we part ways. We got to get back the value we think is there, right? So I don't know. Um, you want to do trades? Yeah, I think we should do trades, and I, hey, maybe this is the big thing we were working on, and I know we laughed the other day about that, but our guy Kaster said he, he, he got that from high-up Yankee sources. He was battling on the internet last night saying the Yankees are working on something big, so maybe it is one of these left-fielder trades. Um, the biggest name, and I think if every Yankee fan just got to pick someone, it's probably Brian Reynolds. Like, if you take out prospects, if there's a you get to put a guy on the Yankees, Brian Reynolds um, has been a stud for the Pittsburgh Pirates for the past couple years. Um, he would have to go from center field to left field, but I think he's kind of on that progression anyways. I just drew up, I just drew up a trade. Before. It's not a Reynolds trade, though. Okay. I just drew up a, uh, I drew up a trade for uh, Kepler, who I don't even know if I really like, maybe Juan right. Kepler. But uh, he's on here. The Yankees... Say, hey, we, we ate Donaldson for IKF. Right. Now you give us Kepler, take Hixie, you eat Hixie, which is less eating. Right. And you get IKF. You don't have it. Correa's gone. You need a shortstop. There you go. So it's IKF and Hicks uh, for Kepler. Wow. You like that trade? No, I don't like any. Well, I you like, don't like, I like it. I like, I like the addition by subtraction part of it. Right. But I'm not. Not the biggest Kepler needing, wanting guy. So, yeah, Kepler's there, too. But that's a great, We're gonna get fun joke trade. Kepler, it's a great, fun joke trade. Yeah. What else do you want, people? Um, Kepler kind of fits the bill, right? He's got, what, two years <clears throat> left? He's kind of a freak. Big lefty pull hitter. The shift should help him out. He was like the number two guy that if the shift gets removed, that he would gain hits. Like one, one stat we had in here was that he would 47 hits to Kepler's stat line since 2020. He would go from 220 to 268. Um, I don't know. I, I know our guy Trevor Plouffe, uh, Kepler was a young guy in the system when Trev was still with the Twins. He talks about he's got some Yankees characteristics that they like. I think he's a freak. Like I think he's a 6'4 going on 6'5". I think he can run a little bit. He hits with power. The short porch would be in play. Um, you know, I know he used to play some center field. That He should be able to handle left field at the It's stadium. really only one year in a club option. 
So it would just be for 2023, and then you cannot pick up the option. So it's one year. So they're not going to trade him for a $10 million club option, which if he. Has yeah, yeah, but also, but also, you don't have to. You, right, you, you could just say nah. But if he's any sort, if he's around the player that he's been, you're probably picking it's that up for one year. At this point. I guess you'd have to see, right? See how he reacts to playing in New York and all of that. Um, I don't know. I know we're gonna get to the almighty pie chart at the end of this, and Max Kepler should be on the pie chart. I guess. I guess that's that's one of my more powerful statements. Kepler for IKF straight up. I think I saw some Twins people on Twitter being like, eh, do it. I don't care. <laughs> Sounds like that Twins mindset. <laughs> Not to circle back too hard, but I think people will be mad that we spent only 25 seconds on Brian Reynolds. Well, I just thought of that trade I had yes. to get out there. That trade Re- kind of did all of Kepler. Reynolds, is the, Reynolds is the big one. Um, you know, the fun thing about trading with the Pirates is... And, and maybe they're going to catch on eventually, but you get to give them guys that aren't anything. Right. Uh, Hoy Park just got uh, released by the Red Sox. Um, Clay Holmes is probably going to be the closer next year to start the season. So I think they got like, Contreras, Ronzi, and the Tyone deal. Who's that's good? But uh, I think Ronzi's their one. So yeah. good for the Pirates. Well, Go Pirates on. won. Um, Kind of every trade that front office has made has been, well, we'd rather take five guys and hope one's good than the one guy to truly believe in. So, yeah, trading with the Pirates, I'm interested as they still pick up the phone from Cash. I think if you're the owner, you'd be like, nah, do it, work, work with someone else. Diego Castillo and Andujar currently on the roster. I know. Yeah. Breakout years. It'd be very nice if they went and traded for Brian Reynolds. I think we all agree. And what do we think that would... It it had to be like Peraza in there, right? Like he's probably the featured player? No. Okay. That would be if the Pirates have woken up. I don't know if they have. If they start trading the way people think they should. It is a new front office from like the Garrett Cole trade that that was literally a pile of bugs. Yeah. Um. So, I, I don't know. Switch hitter, moving from center field to left, you think you'd like that. I think you could put him anywhere in the lineup, even if there's a New York City adjustment and he's having a down year, that those would be the numbers we're looking for. Um, on, we'll his, on his defense, like, been playing center field primarily the last couple years. Presumably the move to left will, will be good for him. And then... It gives you a little, a little insurance if Bader leaves that the next year he can play center again. Probably he's still pretty young. Yeah, I mean this. So Reynolds fits the bill. Switch hitter, puts the ball. You know he's got a nice batting average. He's got a nice on base percentage, and he's got some pop. Like pretty, pretty. Him and Benny are one and two on like the wants pie chart. On the actuality, I don't know. And if the Pirates didn't make just bad trade after bad trade. Yes, you would need to give up a Peraza because you're getting Reynolds for three years. Right. But you probably offer Johnny Brito and Oswaldo Cabrera first, and you see if they, like, balk, and then and, and throw in um, Davey as well and see, like, what they respond. And then eventually, like, maybe they get it up to Peraza. It seems like they just accept the first deal. That Velo's up on Davey. Watch out. But, yeah, that would be... I would like that. Who else are you seeing on this list, Jim? Because I'm, 
There's a group of snakes that we haven't talked about. The baby snakes. Uh, Tyler O'Neill is on this list. I mean, the Yankees. Oriano. The Yankees need a backup catcher option, so Dalton Varsho is fun. He just like you know rotates out there. I don't know. Eventually, he's gonna have to stop rotating, right? Yeah, and we. Uh, it's in here. Uh, Tori Lavello, friend of friend of John Boy Media, um, after his. Kind of breakout season last year. Uh, Dalton Varsho, 27 homers, a five-war year. Um, I think they're, he's shown that he can hit enough that they kind of want him to be an outfielder. So I think they're making a push that way. I I don't think that's a guy the Dimebacks are going to move. Um, four years of control left. They have some other young guys. Alec Thomas, uh, who's a top 100 prospect, uh, ended up struggling a little bit. Jake McCarthy. Uh, put up some stats last year, but it's kind of an ugly baseball savant. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't see the Yankees with this roster taking a chance on a a kid that you don't know what you're going to get at all next year. Like, Varsho's good. Alec Thomas and um, Jake McCarthy, I don't think you have any idea what you could truly get out of them as a Yankees starting left fielder. Next what about year. your guy, Laser? You know, I kind of love Loriano. Uh, I think the Yankee could Yankees could still use a little bit of Loriano. I think you know. Remember, we, I kind of had that crush on Donaldson for bringing bringing that intensity, and he kind of had it at first, but then he didn't play a good enough brand of baseball to like be that guy. Do they want a backup center fielder that isn't Judge? Is that where Reynolds and obviously Reynolds is like good, and, right? And he's. All-star level. I think he's my one, okay. you know. Um, if they don't get Rodon, they should go spend the money on Benny, in my opinion. I like that. If they get Rodon, then the next move is trying to get Reynolds, yeah. in my opinion. Do you think Reynolds' ability to play, like, because if they have Benny, Judge is the backup center fielder. If they get Reynolds and Bader's hurt, he goes to... He goes to center, Reynolds does, and, and someone else plays left. That's on the back, Zualdo Cabrera or Hicks or whoever. Is that something they're thinking about here? And same with Loriano. Like, if they go grab him, he's 28. A's always trade everyone. He's a guy that could be center fielder. I mean, could he even just... What's Loriano been doing? I think so. He Suspended? Um, yeah, he only played 94 games last year. Uh he didn't hit so hot. A ninety three OPS plus. Who are the who else are the A's trading? Sounds like you get someone and then you just grab him as uh, your backup fourth outfielder, right? If like Hicks is gone in the in the uh, in the blockbuster with the Twins, him and Tony Kemp. Um, yeah, they've they've traded a lot of them, man. Um, oh my god! Yeah. <sighs> Cap, you go get Caprillion and Oriano for Oswaldo, but don't send Oswaldo Cabrera to the A's. That's how you really, yeah, really. It's a bucket of water on the fire there. Pride yourself on being the Yankees. You kind of can't, yeah, can't do that. Do that. To That's the kids. rude. Got to take care of your. Kids. Although they did do it to Cap, so maybe it's like saving him. Ooh, all right. It's a full story. Um, Swerving Irvin. Yeah, I. Go get Sears and Cap back. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where the A's stand on that. Trade them some mouse catchers. On the return cat, policy. Cat catchers. 
If they got Loriano, I'd excite it. I'd be excited for the some of the defensive highlights we'd see. Um, could be a change of scenery. Wake up the back guy. The intensity he'd play with would be cool. I just do feel we're getting into a really slippery slope with the bottom of our lineup being all righties again. Yeah, and I don't like that. If David Cohn believes in having different pitchers, you know that he was on toe in the slab. By the way, great episode came out uh, today as we record this, listening on the way in. Um, you know, he believes in you need different pitchers that throw different things. Otherwise, teams can see that and prepare for that and be better against you. I think this the same is with lineups. And we've seen as the Yankees evolved, that got shown. Um, that Yeah, if, if they traded for Loriano tomorrow, right now the bottom of, from our four-hitter, uh, Stanton, Bader, Donaldson, Peraza, Trevino, Loriano. Like, and that's not the most difficult righties to get through after a certain point. So I I'm kind of big on it's gotta be a lefty option. I agree with you. So who are all the lefty options? Name them now. So internally, Oswaldo Cabrera and Hicks. Nah, they're out. They're not on the pie chart. Ben Intendi. Ben Intendi. Um my guys, uh, Peralta and Conforto, um, Profar, um, Reynolds. Reynolds and Kepler. Okay. Making the pie chart. The pie chart has begun. I got, uh, okay, Peralta, what do you want him at? Uh, 36-year-old David Peralta on a one-year contract with the New York Yankees. Um, I want to put him at 10% for That's now. That's what I had him. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Uh, what's 15 plus 15? That'd be 30. 30. 50 minus 30. 20? 20. Can't do that. I can't Profar at 20 and Kepler at 15. You're pretty high on Profar. No, I'm not. I don't want that. I don't want that. Doesn't strike uh, out. Who's your, num- who's your DraftKings number one person you think the Yankees are going to sign? If you went to DraftKings, you place on. I made the pie better. chart. MLB, NFL. Well, someone should have a highest percentage, I think. Um, well, on DraftKings, if you want to bet a little football, they're doing $5.00. On any NFL team to win their game, and you'll get $150 in free bets. Buffalo versus Miami this weekend. Download the DraftKings Sports we got now. <clears throat> Code John Boy. Place a $5 bet on any NFL team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook with Code John Boy. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Who's your number one guy? Reynolds. That you believe, you think that's the Yankees' big move that they're working on. Yeah. Cost I, I, control. He's the biggest tra- in the pie chart. Trade. Yeah. Trade in some prospects. This is kind capital. of like what I think the pie chart should be more than what my okay. guess, I guess. That's a tricky pie chart. Well, read like it for the too. people. Okay. Let's see. So Jimmy's pie chart of what he wants. It's like a mixture of what I want and also. <laughs> Think might happen. It's like your realistic it, odds. It's a realistic one. So the highest one you have is Brian Reynolds, thirty percent from the Pittsburgh Pirates. Who they did say he demanded a trade, and they said nah. 
Yeah. So we'll see what that was about. That they could said just that's be not, posturing. They said, didn't say no. They said this, that's not going to affect what we do. You're number two at 25%. So 55% is taken up by Reynolds and Andrew Benintendi. Yeah. Um, which I've been, my wheels have been spinning more and more on Benny over here because I also think Cashman likes when things look like the things he likes. Mm. Um, and Benintendi is like a kind of a guardy nephew. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah. Spawn I, of Guardy. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, <laughs> you have two at 15%. You have Max Kepler and Jerkson Profar. I think that lines up. Okay. I think those guys are kind of on an equal plane only because you'd have to trade for Kepler, yeah. so you have to figure out yeah. a lot there. Profar, like you said, there's defi- I could definitely see some Cashman infatuation from back then, and they like the versatility yeah. and all that. Um, Peralta, 10%. That was obvious. Conforto five percent, and that was it. Looks like left fielder sponsored by thingsandstuff.com. Well, I had a source to work, right? So, what are your thoughts on my pie chart? So, I do think we're being slightly naive by not having anybody righty only. <laughs> well, let's change. <laughs> like, the you know pie. Why don't I change the pie chart name? And that's super easy. I'll change the label. I'll say lefty left fielders. Easy pie chart change. That's our. Yeah. That's so easy. This is our lefty left fielders pie chart. I'll I'll send it to you. I can download it right now as a PNG. I was going to ask for exactly Eves, I'll that. send it to you when this episode comes out. You know, we can tweet it, and that would be a nightmare. Or <laughs> you just put it on screen so when we're looking at it, people can see. But, yeah, that's – should I send that to people and see what they something? think? Yeah. Um I mean, this doesn't have, like, do you think a Tyler O'Neill is in play? Like, he's kind of the, a similar ilk, but better from Max Kepler, but he is right-handed. And we, the other thing that's in my head is the Cardinals are another team that we trade with. We traded Monty to the Cardinals for Bader. What's their, what's his defensive ability? Very good. Two-time gold glover. And what's his contract left? Isn't it? Two or three years. Two or three, right? It might be three. We'll double check. Two years left, it says on here. Really? I thought 2020 was. Is he entering your right-handed pie chart? No, I can't spend time on a right-handed pie chart. No, can't do that. Um, Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be a interesting. I mean, you talk yourself into it. The dude had one massive season. Uh, he was banged up last year. Was a big prospect. Uh, dresses like a silly Canadian. Yeah. So we would enjoy hmm. that. But again, I not small. Really, it's kind of the only spot that we're going to the, be able the, to add a lefty. The center fielder backup situation is something that's. Throwing you off a little bit. Throwing me off. Like I don't think you want to fall into Judge, who you just locked up for for nine years, having to play center field ever again. Right. Yet alone a, bit, a good chunk. Like obviously the game or two, but if Bader's out, you know, coming was, off of foot stuff, coming off of foot stuff, and he's out for two months. I don't think you want to slide Judge over there for two months. I don't even think you want him over there for the. Bader yeah. off day. I think you want Judge in right field. It's a nice small right field. He mans it really well. So is that something that they're they're looking at? I mean, Bader... Because some of these options come with 
you kind of need a backup center fielder. Um, but then who does that leave? I mean, unless Hick, unless like unless you Reynolds. get one of these left fielders, and then Hicks is that, right? But then no, because then you'd still have. He'd be off the bench, left center fielder. Bader and Hicks is the backup center fielder. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. Weird. So the Yankees starting left fielder is. I might have talked myself back into Benny. Reynolds. What I are you going to bet on? Where did that? Hell yeah. I think it's. Uh, if they don't get Rondon, I'm with you. I think they get Benny. No, Rodon. Um, I thought you said Rendon. Yeah, it said it weird. It said Rondon, like Hector. Um, if they do get Rodon, I don't think they're getting Benny. I don't know, man. I kind of fire me up. I would blindly talk myself into Conforto, and it'd be an ugly PPP. But I don't understand do that it. at all. He's can be really good. Sure, but only want He's been one out year. of baseball and like one year. No one knows why. He's hurt. Got hurt. I mean, he could have prosthetic foot. He could. I want to check all of that out. Have he done a scouting combine barefoot? Like people I, uh, just don't know. Me and Dr. Chris Amat are friends on Instagram. Okay. I'll ask him if he's looked at Benny's foot. Or not Benny. Conforto's foot. Okay. I can't believe he said no to playing last year. How, do you, how are you going to get a big deal? Maybe I'm wrong. Been wrong about other things. So, interesting. I really don't know. I made the pie chart. I have no idea. No, I like no idea. Send it around. Comment yeah. below. What do you think? Yeah, make your pie chart and link it. And then we'll tweet out all our favorite pie charts. Make sure you label them and source them correctly. Thank you very much for listening. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs>